We apologize in advance, but today we're getting pretty brutally honest with some assholes on Reddit. Sorry. Hi. Hello. Welcome back. How's it going? Good. How are you? Good. A little dance. Are you feeling good today? I feel just like this outfit is like very like cha-cha. You look so My name is Lola. (laughs) I am a sugar. You look like you're going to a restaurant like for a girls night and I look like I'm the dishwasher at that restaurant. Like... (laughs) I am a sweaty Betty. It's muggy. You say it's not muggy. I think it's muggy today. And I'm wearing, like, an old-ass t-shirt. You know what? I'm comfort vibes. Yeah, honestly, this is, like, the first time I've, like, worn, like, a nice top. Just because simply it came in the mail yesterday. And I was like, it's oh, cute. good opportunity. Nasty gal. Oh, shit. Yeah. I honestly am impressed with myself that I'm, like, vertical and talking. Because it's been, it's been one hell of a social week for me. Oh, my God. Okay, yes. You need to fill everybody in because you hmm. flew on a plane I flew guys what's and I a made plane it. what is travel honestly i was actually not that nervous i was like kind of nervous i was like i don't really want to wear a mask at the whole flight like i feel like maybe really hot hot tip when you go on your flight here in the next month wear medical like the blue mask don't wear a cute like a ritzy like mask that mask? i started oh. with and it like wrapped around my chin and i literally had no air so like the blue one is the perfect amount of safety and oh, breathing i wonder if like the way that like with the air cabin pressure maybe that one just like it suffocates you to my face and i was like this is not the move so like 10 minutes into the flight i was like i'm not gonna work up a sweat i'm just gonna switch it i find the blue mask smell kind of weird i don't know if you're the only one like mm. i'm probably the only one i'm really sensitive to smell but mm. I, didn't, I think it depends like where you get it from because there's so many different like distributors that make them so maybe you just got a bad batch that's true or have you always no always 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 oh. it's weird um could be like the dye or the glue that it they're could using be something weird do but, you ever like flip it like where you make no. it look like a duck so you have more breathability in it i would never embarrass myself like that i know <laughs> but like who cares on a plane especially for like what people like do and wear on planes oh, it's like yeah. people who take like their shoes and socks off and go like pure commando on their feet disgusting. <laughs> so disgusting like have you ever not had like like if you're a window seat and someone behind you puts their feet like right behind your shoulder i am so happy that i'm an aisle girly i've never experienced that um that's disgusting i've seen videos and pictures though it's rough it's so gross like i i'm a window girl just because <laughs> i get sick and because i don't move i'm actually like a very polite window person i would mm. say because i hate window people that get up six times That's to pee me. i have a magical bladder i don't go to the bathroom on airplanes honestly like i'm, a, I'm doing like a five-hour road trip tomorrow and i'm like r.i.p to the driver we will be stopping multiple times like i have stopped drinking liquids it's like 6 p.m until tomorrow at noon i will not be drinking a thing i think out of like all of my i think like the longest flight i've been on was like an eight or nine hour flight to mm-hmm. like paris or london or something i think out of like six six or eight like round trip mm-hmm. flights i've gone pee once what and i'm eating and drinking the entire time i think there's just like a portion in my mind that's like i hate those bathrooms they freak me out yeah they're disgusting i still plug my ears when i fresh flush because it's so yeah, loud it's so loud it's startling but what's actually weird and i see it on tiktok a lot of flight attendants are like people go to the bathroom like barefoot on airplanes because yep. they don't want to put their shoes back on that is so fucked like good luck to your fungal infection that you'll have in three to five days so gross <laughs> and just like 
guys probably pee everywhere like you don't yeah. know oh my god no so no rough. i just i don't know no. that's why i think i've just built up this like steel bladder that's like we will wait until an appropriate but like there are sometimes where i'm literally like running mm, when getting off the plane to go to the bathroom so yeah TMI. <laughs> i want to start this episode off with my apology because it ties into my trip okay. and it's apology to myself <laughs> specifically my I, liver <laughs> i feel like we apologize to ourselves a lot more than everyone else lately honestly like we just deserve it you know <laughs> we deserve something we're no just annoying pieces of shit no one's apologizing to us so we have to do it for us this is true, this is true. um but like r.i.p to my goddamn body like i let me just like give you a timeline of my the 72 hours that i was in toronto so i like wake up at 9 a.m in vancouver and i go and i get on the flight at 11 a.m right so peaceful i'm like i was actually really excited to get on the plane like i I don't know about you but like i love like turning on my netflix i have my bag of junk yeah yeah, whatever so it was like perfect i had my tim hortons bagel um you stood in the long ass lineup oh sorry starbucks it was starbucks but yes i did oh the lineups at vancouver airport are just always the tim hortons one is usually way longer than starbucks and and i'm just like is it worth it starbucks yes tim hortons in my books no no tim hortons worth it but i love the starbucks bagels and but they don't have timmy hoes and domestic it's only international so that's weird total sidebar but anyway so like (laughs) rip to my body so i get to toronto and we land at six and i checked a bag because i was like i have so many liquids because like i check a bag every single time i've been traumatized trying to just bring carry-ons like they take all of my liquids because i just can't seem to figure it out (laughs) but it takes like days to get your luggage so like we land at six it was smooth we get there like a half hour early i'm like blessed like let's go like maybe i'll meet my friends for dinner that's like kind of was the plan and then an hour goes by i don't see my luggage i'm like did it get lost i have a wedding in 24 hours like or 48 hours like oh my god whatever um it comes it took like an hour and 20 minutes for them to like deep like whatever oh my god the toronto airport like was it just yours or like the entire no, plane the whole, the whole plane like we what just like couldn't find, like i don't know what was happening it was like backed up so it was like 7 30 i'm like let me get the fuck out of here i just want like take out in my bed watch love island mm. like do a face mask hair mask get ready for the wedding you know glow up so i'm like hey uber cool 32 minutes for the uber to get there uh, and i have to see at, to an airport at don't airport. they like they don't sit there no they no. don't and vancouver doesn't either i learned that on the way back um but so you have to meet the uber at the specific spot because of covid there was only one exit so i had to walk like 25 minutes down to get out and then 25 minutes back because the uber pickup was like right at a closed door that i couldn't get out of anyway uh. so i'm like hey screw my life like it was so <laughs> annoying like so then i get in the uber of course there's like toronto traffic um so i hate my life again like it took like four it only took like 45 minutes to get to the um hotel sorry i'm just like playing but anyway long story short i like stayed by myself i was like i'm not going out and then at 11 a.m we just like hit the ground running drinking like we met at the wedding on saturday so the wedding was uh, on saturday so i get so this is friday day i met up with like two friends that were going to the wedding the only two people that i knew at this wedding and we spent the whole day together but we started at 11 30 at a brewery and i'm like my body thinks it's 8 30 um i'm not gonna i'm not gonna ruin it with some (laughs) fried food and beer so i just like sat there but then like from noon on we just drank through the city it was like toronto is so fun like we need to have more things in vancouver like they 
have so many outdoor patio, outdoor. Oh, they had I a know. sangria garden, like a beer <gasps> garden, a sangria bar. That is my place to be. And it had like pergolas, like Vegas. We were saying like pergolas, and you can like see the CN Tower. It's What's very a pergola. Like, like a per- like you know um no not not a pergola. Like a gazebo. What's it a Vegas? A Vegas. You can rent a cabana. Oh. Okay. Sorry, but it was like wooden with like it looks like a look up a pergola. I think I'm actually right. <laughs> But anyway, so we, like, sat in there, and then we just, like, walked to, like, four different bars, and we, like, ended the night at, like, 1 a.m., and we're like, shit, we gotta go to a wedding that's an hour away in Vaughn, Ontario. Oh, my God. So we, like, get, I get to my hotel, and then we get up, and then we go to the wedding, and we're just drinking. I had 20 shots at that wedding of, like, they did this special called Sicilian Kiss, which was, like, a southern comfort-based shot. Oh, so it goes down smooth but hits you later? Oh, God, does it ever. But it was, like, (laughs) so fun to be around people and, like, dance. I always say, like, the best combination to a wedding is an open bar and a good DJ, and they had both. Um, So it was, like, so fun. We partied all night long. We get in bed around, like, 2 o'clock. My friend's alarm goes off at 5 because her flight's at 6 a.m. Wait, her flight was at Six. Yeah, her flight was at 6.15 or something. And she was going to leave? I mean, she was going to wake up at 5. Yeah. Oh, sorry. No, her flight was at 7. Oh. She woke up at 5.30, I want to say. 5.15, That's still cutting it close. That gives me, like, suburban dad, like... Yeah. Anxiety. No, so, like, oh, I'm sorry. Like a three hours I, well, I early should girl. clarify. We stayed at the airport hotel. Oh, sorry. I should okay, clarify. Okay, okay. So it was like no transit. It was it. Uh, we walked out into the terminal basically, and so she got she left the hotel room at six. Me and my other friend, he was like sleeping. I was sleeping. I'm like whatever. My flight's not until two. You know, I'll sleep this hangover. Huh? No, wrong. I woke up at noon and I literally thought I was still drunk. Like it was just so horrible. I was like sitting in the airport waiting for my flight to bored and i was like i'm gonna throw up like this and is, you get really bad vertigo i too. get really bad vertigo i get really bad hangover so i'm like this is the worst i've never flown hungover i've only done it once from vegas and that was a whole other story i covered in our last episode <laughs> but like i don't know it was like so painful and then tomorrow i'm going to Kelowna camping with the girls so it's just like r.i.p i'm sorry body like i swear i'm not doing shit for like the rest of august well shit I don't anyway. know. I mean, I feel like I feel <laughs> like you took it. you took like a year and a half off because of COVID. A thousand so. percent. And I think I dove in like too quickly, too hard, all at once. And I love it. You know, I'm secretly. honestly <laughs> jealous. Like I have not been like rip roaring drunk since my wedding, rip June twentieth, twenty twenty. Girl, you should come over sometime. <laughs> I just, I'm not, I'm yeah, not yeah, a casual a drinker. drinker. Like I literally like. I don't know. I feel really immature saying, but it's like, I only drink when I'm like, I'm getting fucked up. No, same. No, same. Like literally same. Like if I go to like an Earl's, a cactus club, (laughs) I'll have a sangria, but like, that's like mostly juice. It feels like it's like so sugary. No, I feel you. And honestly, like I just, I forgot what it felt like to like, want to stay on the couch and watch a movie at night. You know, like that's all I'm dying for a movie. night. Oh, oh, that's such a good feeling. Cause I haven't, stop moving in a week because I like went to Toronto I had a whole thing I like stayed at my parents place like I haven't been in my bed so yeah I'm at like a point where like even the days where I'm like I just want to sit relax and do nothing I like feel guilty for doing nothing now I'm just like I've never felt this way before I know and like especially when it's sunny I'm the type of person that I'm like if it's sunny I should be outside you know 
I know. But, like, I think it's different in an apartment. When I was, like, living at home, I'm like, fuck it. I can go in the basement and, like, forget that it's sunny. But I'm, like, in one room in my apartment, bored as shit when it's, like, sunny out. I'm like, I should go to the beach. I feel less that way now that, like, we live in a house. Because we have to keep all of the windows closed just so, like, Mm -hmm. we don't fucking boil right now in this heat wave of everything. So, although I walked, like, we're... You, you've been to my place. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm, we're at, like, the very bottom mm-hmm. of the hill, right? And it's, like, a steep-ass It hill. is still steep. And our mailbox is at the very entrance when you first walk in. Ew. Or drive in, sorry. It's a good workout. Oh, my God. <laughs> because this fabulous shirt was waiting for me in the mailbox. I was like, ah, oh, I'm dying. I was having, like, a, a really hard day at work. And I was like, you know what? I deserve this. I'm going to go take my dog for a walk. And I'm going to go pick up from my mailbox. I'm going to go do a marathon to the mailbox. I was dying and even like poppy was like i want to go back home we were only halfway and my calves are burning and just because there's like asphalt everywhere Mm -hmm. it's just like radiating back to you and i was like just fucking melting worth it in the end honestly worth it it is a big complex like i when i drove in for the first time like shit we got a community up here yeah i feel like if because i gave you instructions i was like turn left or turn right turn left i always get lost and i'm so proud of myself and with you for your instructions that i made it not even a question. I honestly don't know how I've always done. Like, <laughs> it was mostly when I lived with my parents, but mm-hmm. like my mom would always pick these houses that like were not straightforward to say right. this is where I live. Like for the longest time, I lived in this townhouse complex where I was like, hey, it's like this number. If you go to this four way mm. stop, you drive east a little bit, and it's like right smack dab in the middle of the street. Like it was so complicated. So I'm like, ah, oh, this is like another. 10 years that I'm going to be like coming to the complex Mm. turn right and all this stuff but I have to be very specific with my delivery drivers now for food yeah I bet I bet gotta be specific I know talking about houses I'm like house sitting for my parents um because they're going to Halifax for two weeks oh no and so I'm like I'm gonna house sit for one week my sister's gonna do one week and I'm like so excited to be in air conditioning for a full week because like I sweat myself what does house sitting entail oh sorry it's cat sitting okay that makes a lot more sorry (laughs) nothing oh plants my dad oh, is a oh, plant dad wait I, okay you go first growing up oh my god he brings this up every weekend every time we have guests over because okay so i just like i can't I, maybe i'll try to videotape him but like he talks to his plants he names them he waters them every morning but that's like people say like you should talk to your plants it's supposed to help them grow oh shit so we got like a mic a mat like they're real people <laughs> names which is so funny and like he waters them every day and like last weekend he like tried to like revive this plant it was like so perfect he's like look it's thriving it's been three months it's beautiful the next day it's completely dead and i've never seen him more. like i thought he was gonna cry like he's like oh my god Mike. Like, <laughs> It's funnier that there's, like, a name associated with it. I know. And then, so when I was growing up, like, the only job I had was to, like, water the plants. But, like, that's a huge responsibility. It's boring. It's, like, I forget. I'm, like, I'm not going to fill up a can and it's like water. a personality trait people who care about plants and people who don't care about plants it's totally one or the true. other and like our house is like a jungle outside like we got like i should uh, i'm not gonna send a photo but like i'll send you a photo i'm <laughs> like how many plants are like it's insane so like it's a huge job because it's really hot out right now and like i'm determined to water the plants every day that i'm there so dad mark my words i'm gonna keep mike matt all your boys <laughs> honestly good for you like steve ever since we, we don't have like a big garden by any means like mm-hmm. okay i don't even know size like i couldn't even tell you like x by x meters yeah. but like she she tiny she good yeah but yeah like every night like steve goes and like waters the front waters wow. back, and i always give him shit for it. like he had to like literally during the heat wave um water hoses were sold out everywhere so yeah. we had to order them online he was tracking it every single day waiting oh for God. his hoses to show up and so yeah every night he goes out and does them 
But then sidebar story that's kind of minorly related. We had to um, join into a Zoom meeting for like our mm. strata or like homeowners association yeah. type of thing. And because anyone like in our phase, like all the brand new people that just moved in, every single person was supposed to join mm-hmm. to like be like, hi, I'm here. And they needed to elect two people to strata council. Out of our grouping, it was only me and Steve that showed up. <laughs> so they're like, we really need someone. And I was like, Steve, just like fucking do it. I'm like, you live for this shit. Like, you, you are the dad of the community. Like, you love it. And then one guy brought up, he's like, what are we going to do with all the dead plants? Because, like, our common areas, they're dead. So many people's grass is, like, uh, purely yeah. dead. And Steve complains about it all the time. He's like, well, it should be fucking watering their plants. It's in our, you have to do it at least twice a week. And I was like, I actually didn't know that. And I no. read that. I must have, like, missed that. Wait, people, like, read the fine print of shit? You read contracts when you sign them? I think <laughs> because, like you get like the meeting minutes mm-hmm. and stuff like that so like i don't know i think just because <gasps> they're like girls they have town um, meetings yeah i love that i think just like as Taylor a new Jesse. owner like we're excited <laughs> so we just want to like make sure we're not doing anything oh, no, wrong i'd be there but yeah so like basically like uh steve was the only person from our thing so they're like uh so do you want to do it and he like just felt very pressured <laughs> yeah. and he was like okay so what sure. does he have to do like nothing really it's just like when they do their meetings he just like needs to be there to like account for like a certain amount of people have to be on a board and a certain amount have to be from like specific areas of the complex i guess but it's been only like 24 23 ish hours and like there's probably been like 15 times where he's like well you know as a strata council (laughs) member like he's just fucking milking it and at this point he's like i'm only saying this because it's bothering you yeah 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 so you just gotta you should just be like oh yeah that's awesome yeah well he's just like as your strata council member i request that you give me a back massage i'm like shit like that you You need to get him a desk plaque that says strata council or whatever when's his birthday okay it's coming up next week oh fuck yeah (laughs) let's do this etsy the shit out of that like that's the best gift or like you should get him like a like a name tag or something like really official okay that's actually really funny i know i'm like really good with gifts okay (laughs) okay well should we get into like the actual meat and potatoes of today's episode for sure i feel like it's a very chatty episode anyway so like we can roll on in yeah so we've done an episode like this before Mm -hmm. And we don't like printing a views. Like, people liked it. People liked it. People liked it. But I just feel like, I just, I feel like we're the type of people we just love to give opinions on stuff. I love giving my unsolicited opinion. So we're going to go through Reddit's Am I the Asshole post today (laughs) again. And I feel like, you know, this has become, like, really popular on, like, TikTok and stuff. Like, fucking everyone does these. Oh, interesting. I've never seen it. There's just... Yeah, I've, I've come across, like, at least, like, mm. three or four, like, but they're, like, podcasts are only Am I the Assholes, and I feel like, personally, you can't build an entire no, thing off of, like, other brand. people's content all the time. Come on. <laughs> and secretly, like, we hope this will meld into, like, our listeners emailing us their problems, oh and God, we can yes. give opinions, so it's we apologize in advance podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> Blockest name ever. Uh, yes, please. Honestly, I would love to get people's I would personal die. ones. Because, like, you know, we're, like, your big sisters. Yeah. Your best friend. Do you want to start? Okay, I'll okay. start. So, um, forgive me, I only read these once, and I suck at talking to so. Yeah, but that's good, because then it's, like, kind of, like, new and refreshing. That's true. And I feel like mine are, like, kind of juicy, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So, the title is, Am I the Asshole for Giving My Significant Other Ultimatums? Ooh. For context, me and my significant other have lived together for three years. Our lease for our apartment is up in two months, so we have been planning on moving into a house. 
Well, back in March, April, my significant other was fired from their job due to security clearance technicalities. Since then, they have not tried very hard to find full-time work. They did some temp jobs a couple days here and there, hasn't filed for unemployment, nothing. I had to pay their share of the rent for one month and it really set me back. This month, our rent is due tomorrow and they still don't have their share put together. They have been borrowing money from families and friends a lot to stay uh, to skate by the past couple of months with no job. Now I've been off work for several months due to a chronic medical condition, but I have no money to pay my bills each month. I think significant other thinks, oh, since they don't have to work right now, neither do I. I've just about had it. I've had to pay for their food daily, let them borrow my car when they need to go somewhere, despite them not paying their share of the car payments for the past four months. My significant other has now put us in the position where we will not be able to move into said house when our lease is up because they don't have the money. Last week, I said if this behavior continues, continues, I will not live here when the lease is up and will move out on my own, essentially ending the relationship. It's Wednesday and they still haven't worked or tried very hard to find full-time work. Am I the asshole um, for not also not working but expecting them to work i don't think i'm the asshole for asking every day if they've made any progress searching and threatening to move out so cliff notes i feel like that was really long they're together they're about to move in to a house like buy a house together she uh he was laid off for or they sorry were laid off four months ago not like no employment or unemployment like no job whatever and she's laid Mm. off now because of a medical condition and can't find work Okay, let's unpack this. Okay, unpack. So, he lost his job. They lost their job. I'm assuming it's a guy, but I don't know. It was just, like, in my head. Yeah. Okay, we'll just say they. So, they lost their job. So, I'm just, like, I guess there's just, like, some missing information here. Because it's, like, Mm -hmm. why are they not going on unemployment? Is it Because it seems like they want to just coast. So, if you wanted to coast, like, why aren't you at least getting unemployment to get some kind of funds coming in? A, A thousand percent. I was a little confused with that either, but it just, like, screams lazy to me and it's so unattractive to me when like there's no ambition anywhere uh like that's the number one thing it's yeah. like if someone like just like if if you're personally a person that's very ambitious and they're not like there's no way totally you can i totally understand being fired from a job and needing months to recover a couple months to recover yeah. like wanting to take your time so you go on unemployment so you can still pay your bills yeah and then there's no fight because you know you're still getting money you're contributing it towards the house and the apartment and then you know when you're ready get a job but like it comes to a point where if they're not willing to get a job and now you know i have paid for everything and they haven't offered once and they don't think it's a big deal i'm assuming they don't think it's a big deal because they haven't made a change i think you're right to give an ultimatum and i think regardless you should move out um still date oh sorry oh no fuck Okay, sorry about that, everyone. <laughs> My phone sucks ass and decided to stop recording, and then mm-hmm. I realized I didn't have enough space, even though I should have enough space because I pay for that space, but... I know, rough. But that's okay. I feel like I said what I needed to say. What was your opinion on this? Well, I think we, the only part we haven't talked about was mm. the fact that, like, the person writing this is also not working, but, like, due to a chronic condition. Yeah. So, like, I feel bad for them because it's such a, like, helpless spot because if you, like, genuinely can't work because yeah. you, like, if you physically, physically can't, can't work... work it would just suck to like be in a relationship with someone that like doesn't support you and it's like you both are unemployed uh this person who's chronically ill is probably not feeling good and so they're both just at the house at all times like it's kind of rough and she's probably being paid for this she Mm -hmm. says that she has enough money to cover her bills so i'm assuming she's either on unemployment or or disability that's what it's called so 
I, like, even with her chronic il- uh, their chronic illness, I don't know why I've decided that this is, like, male and female, I apologize. <laughs> the chronic illness person who wrote into this, like, they're doing their part, even though they're, like, in the worst case scenario. Yeah. So to answer your question, she's not an asshole. No. Because, like, if you can take care of yourself, fantastic. But, like, it's not your job to take care of I cannot imagine being the other person, like, just no. relying on my spouse to take care of me, like, knowing that, like, they're not feeling well. Like, I would just feel like, I've never even, like... Yeah. You feel bad. Yeah. Oh, hopefully. Jesus. I remember, like, being in a relationship once where, like, mm. I was in school not making money, so, like, he always, like, paid for dinners yeah. and stuff like that. And, like, I felt weird at the time because, like, my personality is, like, misindependent. Uh, me too and like when i owe people money or like if someone pays more than me i'm like no i'm settling i'm sending it to you even if i can like so yeah i don't think you're the asshole i think it's like what i personally would do like clearly you love this person you've been with three three years you want to buy a house together this is just like a maybe a, a blip in your relationship i would move out and just be like i don't think it's the right time and i need to sh- like you need to show your commitment to me and you know we'll just live separately and still continue dating it might be a little weird but like, no that's a personality trait if you can't it's fix true. it at that point you ain't never gonna fix yeah it. you're right like this yeah are you gonna marry this yeah you know you know, i take it back oh my god you're right <laughs> <laughs> oh my god you're so smart i just feel like you can't like like, change force people. Yeah. ambition on someone that's something that you're just kind of like it's like it's a- in you ambition is like my number one thing i don't need you to be super rich i don't need you to have an amazing job i just need you to have a job like yeah. one job a job you yeah. know and pay your bills and contribute to our fabulous life exactly <laughs> okay so to answer your question she is not the asshole get the fuck out of that relationship immediately dump their ass get the fuck out <laughs> okay so i read this story probably like a few weeks ago and then i noticed that it was saved and i was like oh it's actually like a good story so it was a good one to bring up because i I don't know why i liked it so much Mm -hmm. um i think just because it's it's i feel like a lot of these are like really easy to answer like you're immediately like yes no (laughs) and like this one i think is also an easy one Mm -hmm. so the title is am i the asshole for refusing to pay for my sister's husband's surgery with my inheritance slash college money juicy context my sister who is 27 and i 18 uh, both females lost our dad a year ago Mm. he was my only parent my mom was never in mine or my sister's life dad left money and an inheritance for me and my sister and she used her inheritance to get new cars and renovate her house i live with my aunt right now because my brother-in-law didn't let me stay with my sister I'm planning on using my inheritance money to pay for college tuition. I've always wanted to be a doctor, but haven't decided which branch yet. My sister and I haven't been close. It started after she got married to her chronically ill husband who was allowed to make backhanded comments about my dad and mock his illness and make a scene at his funeral, only because he's ill and shouldn't be held accountable for his behavior. Hmm. I've distanced myself, but my sister kept visiting a lot lately, venting about my brother-in-law's condition. He's been in and out of the hospital for heart problems and in need for a surgery. She brought up my inheritance money several times, but I, but I ended up cutting the conversa- conversation. <laughs> she then straight up asked if I could help pay for her husband's surgery and she'd pay it back in less than a year. I felt uneasy because if I give her money for my inheritance, which is a large amount, then there's no guarantee she'll pay it back mm-hmm. before it's time to apply for college. I'm taking a year gap, but I know my sister can't pay back that much and I feel like I'm risking my future. I refused to help, and she had a meltdown at my aunt's house, calling me heartless, cruel, with no em- empathy. 
She said that her husband's health should be priority and I needed to help because education is nothing compared to someone's health and asked if I'd be happy to see her as a widow and my nephew with no father. Oh, whoa. (laughs) Guilt trip. Yeah. It's such a personality trait, though. Totally. (laughs) My aunt suggested others pay, but most of them cut my sister and her husband off. I argued that her husband's poor health isn't my fault after she kept blaming and guilt tripping me. She kept crying, and although my aunt decided to stay out of it, she said that I should be prepared for permanent damage in my relationship with my sister if I don't help her now. She's been sending texts and pictures of her family telling me this is what I was saying no to. A happy, healthy family and a healthy husband and father. I cried and felt like I was being selfish no, and no good to my as an aunt and as a sister. I asked my friend and he said, let them sell the cars and all the mm-hmm. luxurious stuff they bought to afford the surgery and warn me if I give them money, I'll never get it back and mm-hmm. may not be able to go to medical school. That is a rough one. So, so much to unpack, but like the number one sentence that really stood out to me was like when the sister's husband's in the hospital, he's like, the health should be the number one priority. But it was like, where were you when your sister needed you when their mom or their dad died? And she hadn't, it sounded like she had no place to go. Yeah, because the person writing this, like they're only 18, so like they lived with their aunt instead yeah. of the sister taking it in because the husband like doesn't like her. I'm sorry. So it's like, I don't know you fucking shit. This is. Yeah, 100%, like, bottom line, you're not the asshole, but, like, I just feel so bad for her because, like, it's we, we both situation. have sisters, and, like, we're, thankfully, we're not in a situation like this where, like, that would never happen to our sisters. Like, a, we live in Canada. We live in Canada, <laughs> and then also, like, we have better relationships, like, we would never be shunned, you know what I mean? Like, whatever. So, but I do feel, like, I can get how she's feeling, how guilty, like, if I was put in that position, I probably would have paid the money because of, like, the guilt that I would feel feel but so manipulative manipulative <laughs> manipulative <laughs> i don't know it's i it's again hard. like i would love to know the numbers of like what was the full inheritance how much is this going to take a chunk yeah. but they're making it seem like if they give this money like it's going to thwart their plan if they don't get it back from the yeah. sister in time so it's like if you already don't have a strong enough relationship with your sister, like, she seems uh, catty enough to be like, no, I'm not paying it, it back. Like, you're making it so hard on my family. Why should I have to pay you back and stuff like that? No, for her, like, my actual advice with, uh, and I'm, like, family first, but I would actually walk away from the sister completely. And I think you guys need years apart. Like, it sounds like you're not close. Like you said, there is, like, no going back damage here. They didn't let you stay with her. You know, the brother-in-law doesn't like you, and now he's pleading for you. Your sister's texting you you photos of the family being like this is what you're giving up i'm gonna be a widow i'm they're not gonna have a like it's just so abusive um like verbally abusive and even if you did make the decision that you were gonna give them Mm -hmm. the money like i don't have a contract have a lawyer involved but like at the end of the day if she doesn't pay you back the only thing you can do is sue her and if she physically doesn't have Have the the money money. you don't get it back anyway it's almost like i wonder like let's check her credit score can we get her a loan you know because like if we can't loan it from me can we loan it from a bank you know i don't know if banks because i'm sure that like if they're asking for it's probably in like the hundreds of thousands yes yeah see, i'm not like we're very fortunate to be in canada <laughs> so i wouldn't know like to give birth is like a million dollars so i'm sure this is it is kind of nice though because if he was been chronically ill like how is this Insurance. a new issue that's just popping up yeah it's just like there's so many unanswered variables here but in the end like hardcore not the asshole the the sister and the brother-in-law just sound like really selfish people that just like don't mm-hmm. plan ahead they just want to live in their luxury in the now and then they're like oh shit it's very much like that like 
poor planning on your part yeah. does not constitute an emergency on mine. A thousand percent. It's like the like, perfect quote. Oh, I just feel so bad for her. But yeah, like if you're going to go f- through with it, like have a contract, have a lawyer, even if they can't pay you back, like have this in writing somewhere and we can like hopefully get that back for you. It'd be interesting if you could set up like, you know how like if parents like don't pay um, child support, how it can be taken out of their like wages and stuff like a that. Thousand percent. It should be something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. Like get yourself some legal back. I personally don't think you should do it. Um, I think you should just back away provide other options maybe you know go to a bank i think like you're 18 years old you've got your entire life ahead of you like it's hard especially like i can only imagine like their mom wasn't around their dad passed away she's only 18 years old she's probably like shit this is like the one closest relative i have like i don't want to fuck it up and like fuck i've been there too and you're just like do but it's like, do is it that to, the person you but like, want? That's your like, friends or your family too? It's unfair you know? of them to ask. Yeah. So, in the end, yeah. not an asshole. I just, not the asshole. I feel so bad for you. And, you know, write us back if you hear this. We <laughs> just kidding. Um, we obviously hope that your brother-in-law makes it through and there's like an easy situation for everyone and you get the fuck out, you know? Yeah. Get your chosen family, you know? Yeah, go your get a chosen fa- your family. Um, okay, mine. Am I the asshole for telling my friend to stay at a hotel? Okay. <laughs> I love this personally for me. Like, um, my friend currently lives in a city 400 kilometers away and needs to come to her hometown for two days to, uh, to get her second vaccine. We used to go to school together, haven't seen each other in maybe a year, and recently reconnected. This morning, she messaged me that she'll be, um, sorry, that she'll have to stay in town for two days starting tomorrow night to get her COVID shot. Her parents' house is currently being rented out to another family, so she can't stay there. Hotels have a problem with folks without vaccines, she said, and she's asking to crash at my place for a bit. My apartment has one room and one kitchen with two beds because I usually have a roommate who is currently on vacation, so theoretically, it would be absolutely no problem for her to stay here. The only problem is is that I have another friend from another city 300 kilometers away staying here tomorrow night, and we haven't seen each other in over... Uh, Oh, sorry. We haven't seen each other forever. So we wanted to spend some time alone. This friend isn't exactly the most extroverted person. She said she'd sleep in a room with the two of us in an emergency, but I know it would still bug her and I don't want to ruin our reunion. Plus, on the second day, I'm leaving the city for my own hometown and I'm going to the coast with my parents. So so there would be no way for her to return the keys to me. Mm. We've already lost one set of keys and my roommate doesn't want her... uh, doesn't want her to just chuck them in the mailbox. So I made some calls and I found a cheapish hotel near here that is willing to take last minute bookings and doesn't have a problem with unvaccinated folks either. I told my friend about the hotel and even offered to split the price in case she couldn't afford two nights at a hotel, but she still seems upset and feels like she's being uninvited. Am I the asshole for chucking her off to a hotel? I'm really sorry about it and would have handled the situation differently had I known about her predicament earlier. But I had no idea how to act differently at this short notice. No, she's not the asshole. Like, you're not a hotel. And, like, just because she asked doesn't mean you have to say yes. Like, just say, I'm really sorry. You know, I I wish you told me this a week earlier. I have another friend coming in. I don't have room. And then, like, blame it on your roommate. My roommate doesn't like other people sleeping in her bed. I can't. Like, you know what I mean? I thought it would have been a full stop there for, like, her to be like, my roommate doesn't want you sleeping in her shit because covid no a thousand percent but no she didn't say anything about the roommate she just said she, the roommate doesn't want her to chuck the right, key right, whatever right. but i would have blamed this like you know me. Yeah. I, they, you know blame it on someone else <laughs> like the roommate like fucking hates you she doesn't want 
you know what I mean? I like how she said she did, she feels uninvited, just like that you weren't you, invited. Oh my god, that was literally the top comment, and I totally agree. It's like you asked to stay here. Not only did she provide another option, she's offering to pay half. Of the yeah. hotel, which Honestly, is like that's really nice, really generous, really nice. This is not a planned vacation. She's coming here as an obligation for a COVID shot. And if this is her hometown, why doesn't she have Actually, any other friends? Follow up question: mm-hmm. Why does she have to go back to her hometown for a COVID shot? Sounds like a U.S. problem. I don't know. I don't know. They said kilometers, so that must be either Canadian, oh, shoot. literally anywhere but the states. Maybe like, um, let's Could say be Canada. I was just say like maybe BC is ahead of Alberta, and she wants to come get her vaccine. Either way. Mm. This is not a friend reunion. This is her coming for a COVID this shot. Like and necessity. she's And she's like, there's no plans to spend the time together. It was just she needs to stay here for two days to get her shot. Um, I don't think you're the asshole. I think you're actually, like, super fucking nice. You do sound Canadian if you offer yeah. to, like... Yeah, if you offer to pay her off. <laughs> I would never do that. Um, like, maybe it was, like, super cheap. It was, like, 50 or 100 bucks a night. I That's li- still a lot. I don't, like, honestly, like... Like, I am pretty nice with my friends, but I don't think that would be, like, my first thought is to offer to pay for someone if they need to come. You know? I don't Maybe it is, but I don't know. It just depends. Maybe she just knows her friend is, like... A thousand percent. I would, yeah, if I knew my friend was cheap, I would help. And, yeah, didn't have the money. Because at least it's for a good reason. At least, like, it was, like, for her to get her COVID vaccine, so, like, you really want to try and make that happen. Yeah. And, like, if it was, like, I'm coming into town because wedding or something that you'd be, like go figure it out yourself a thousand percent or even if she's like i'm coming in town for two days and i want to hang out with you like she, like the reason for the trip is to see her mm, maybe that you know i would probably make an allowance for but if like a friend like <laughs> i don't think you'll ever hear this but <laughs> a guy that i met over in europe Actually, I don't know if I should say this. Like, I hope he's not listening. <laughs> you don't have to. Okay. No, I'll say it. Whatever. Fuck it. <laughs> no. Okay, fine. It's not that bad. Just anyway. your mind. <laughs> so, anyway, we met in Europe when I was, like, backpacking. And it was, like, before COVID. And he messaged me being like, hey, I'm going to Vancouver. Like, can I stay at your place? And I, like, straight up said no because we're... I remember uh, you telling me this. Okay, yeah. I felt really bad. But I was, like, in a one-bedroom to a guy that I met for two days. Like, it was, like, I don't know. So I I did make up a little bit... Not a lie, but I was, like... Um, I was like, oh, it's really small. And it's not in the downtown area, which it totally was. So I'm so, I feel like you could have lied better than that. that so, was a I can't really... remember what the lie was, but it was something like, it was a one bedroom. I don't have the, the easiest lie is sorry, someone else is already staying here. Yeah, easy. Yeah, I'm an idiot. I don't like lying. I literally don't know how to lie. I don't either. So you know, I'm really truthful, and so that was a lie that I'm really sorry for. I won't say your name, but dude, I apologize. Come back. <laughs> I think that's different though because like you've only met him for two days and for to invite him into like your space like is and he was gonna be here for like a week oh that's a lot and like i I think he did say like oh can i spend a couple days like i don't know what it was but i'm like it's just you need to like i feel like you need to know the person that's coming into your space you'd be like are we gonna vibe together totally because we vibe like he's great but i'm like we'd be sharing a bathroom we'd be sharing every space like it's a 600 square foot apartment actually a really annoying thing (laughs) is the key situation totally i don't have extra i I crashed with my friend in new york and i've done Mm -hmm. it twice now and obviously she goes to work because sometimes I'll be there like on a weekday. Mm-hmm. So then she has to go to work and depending on like either she'll take her key or like I'll have the key. Like that's yeah. like the really thing. Like, so you have to really like sync your schedules, make mm-hmm. sure you can rely on each other so you can fucking both get back into the apartment. It's like, 
it's a lot of stress for someone that I don't stress. really know. Exactly. But like, I do. Lo- if you are listening, I do love you, and you, you can stay at my place for a night, <laughs> one night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a week is like kind of excessive. I feel like a three nights max. Family, like- it's even hard. Like, don't come for a week, anyone. You shouldn't stay at someone's house for a week unless there's an event. I think that's like so yeah. overbearing, so overbearing. Because it's like you can't properly relax and turn off in your space because you feel like you have to always entertain. I'm them. an inter like when I have, so- I'm like, what are you doing? Are you good? Like, yeah. food, swim. Who- what do you want to watch TV together? Oh my god! They come in. I'm watching my show. Here, here's a remote. Like I. <laughs> and then sometimes you get like overly too nice, and then mm-hmm. you offer something, and you're like, "Fuck! I wish I didn't." Then they use it, and you're like, "Oh no, that actually really bothers me." But I'm not going to say anything because I'm an introvert. I know. I'm act- so I'm very extroverted, but I'm also introverted. Like I like my alone time. Like when I like used to go to the office, and I come to my parents, like go home, I'd have to like spend an hour in my bedroom decompressing. Like I just really need. I have me time. I need to have like an hour by myself every day to just like reset. No, that's totally fair. And. I like actually this should be an apology but I remember like snapping at one of my cousins a couple years ago because like I was just like three days non-stop and like at, he wanted to do something and I'm like fuck like I don't want to do anything like <laughs> he was just like nuts so I need my alone time just to like reset so I can still be bubbly you know yeah no it totally makes sense but in the end in not, the end, the, not asshole. the asshole I feel like we should have like tried to pick ones where we were like oh my god they were an absolute so asshole I have one next so don't worry Ooh, <laughs> spoiler alert <laughs> well in my okay. opinion I think they're the asshole well, I I also haven't fully read this one, so who knows? Maybe okay, this one she's a total asshole. Okay. Am I the asshole for telling my cousin that she's the reason my husband and I have reconsidered adoption? Sorry, <laughs> telling my cousin that she's the reason. <laughs> I re- <laughs> Oh shoot. So I feel like it's gonna be good. And they even made a note that it was a throwaway account. Like people on Reddit will make like a brand new account to post stories just so it can't be traced back to them. Because I guess they do other Smart. things you can like see that. So Smart. they're like I've done it before. Okay. Yeah. I don't do Reddit. You're the first one that's introduced it to me, and I've never gone on it since our last episode. Really? It's just it's like, so good for when you're bored. You know what? It I, is, it's good for when you're in settings where you can't listen to video. Okay, like love that. I think done. we talked about this the last episode. But what was that app where it was like, um, not am I the asshole? But it was like FML. Sh- FML. I loved FML. Oh my god. So maybe <laughs> I should get into it. Anyway, sorry. Continue. I wonder if FML still exists. We should check it out. Oh my god, we should check that out. <laughs> oh, they'd probably be too short that we'd have to get like a bajillion of true, them. True, true. Okay, sorry, go. Anyways, am I the asshole for telling my cousin that she's the reason my husband and I have reconsidered adoption? <laughs> Just in case you guys forgot. Okay, throwaway count. I, 33 female, have had fertility issues for the past couple of years with my husband, 35 male. We went through with the consultation, and while we have very promising results for treatment, the cost did give us pause. Mm. It wasn't that we couldn't afford it, we just weren't at the point where we were willing to pay. I discussed it with my husband, and we were both fine with the idea of adopting. Which, I thought adopting was, like, equally as expensive. Yeah, Like, isn't too. it, like, the tens of... Like, it depends. If you get, like, overseas babies, like, twenty, thirty thousand dollars $30,000. I, I couldn't even tell you. Okay. But, yeah, but, yeah. I, I knew it was... I think IVF is more expensive. Yeah, maybe because you have to do like multiple rounds and treatments, and it's like your own body. Uh, my cousin Tiffany, 25 female, is adopted. Just, I hope those are fake names. Oh, yeah. Okay. They usually do. Yeah. My cousin Tiffany is adopted, and she supported our choice in looking into it. Mm. However, this is a couple of years back, and during that time, Tiffany was reunited with her birth parents, mm. and she's been acting pretty hurtful to my aunt and uncle since then. She keeps making posts about how happy she is to know where she comes from and is happy about being reunited with her real family. (sighs) She even talked about having her birth father walk her down the aisle as a chance to make up for lost time. Obviously, my uncle was very hurt about this, but 
would but when he voiced it tiffany got defensive Mm. she called my uncle selfish how this was about her and that he knew what he signed up for when raising someone else's kid whoa whoa before the pandemic tiffany moved closer to where her bio mother lives so they could make up for lost time and tip it tiffany tiffany kept making post after post about all the fun she was having meeting relatives and how she called slash video chatted with each of her bio parents multiple times a week meanwhile she barely texted back my uncle and aunt once a month i could tell how heartbroken my aunt and uncle were but tried to give tiffany her space and the few times they said anything she accused them of being selfish and unsupportive i think the biggest thing that broke them was when tiffany promised to come by for my aunt's birthday covid restrictions were lifted at the Mm. time and was even given the money to travel to them, but then never showed up. She called literally the day before to say that her bio mom had an emergency, so she wasn't going to make it, but didn't give back the money. I'm completely disgusted by Tiffany's behavior, and while I haven't completely ruled out adoption entirely, I did want to give medical-assisted conception a try. My husband medical. supported this, and we are now currently expecting. Mm. After we made our announcement, Tiffany messaged me asking why I would spend thousands on creating a child when I could have helped one who already existed. i tried to play it off but tiffany kept pressing and calling me a bad person when there are so many children who desperately need a home and overpopulation it got to the point where she was pissing me off and Mm -hmm. i just came clean and said that her behavior towards the people who loved and raised her was the reason tiffany got really upset but i didn't care however her parents are now starting to say that i was wrong her, so par- am I or the her real parents or sorry her adopted her parents. adopted sorry parents. also i hate the word real parent like your real parents are your adoptive parents yeah. it's your bio parents yeah like that's the way i look at it this is oh so- i couldn't I fucking imagine because like i want to rip tiffany a new one I, like okay like what went I, so wrong in your childhood like they didn't rip you from your parents i feel bad for tiffany because i couldn't imagine being adopted i understand the wanting to know your bio parents i don't understand how old was tiffany sorry did it say like she's in her 20s right yeah 25 regardless adopted or not if you were raised by someone for 25 years that's your parents those are your guardian like like they literally wiped your ass i don't understand (laughs) because again like i want to preface like i'm not adopted i don't actually know people that are adopted like close to me so i don't know stories but i'm just like i don't understand how like emotionally you can just like disconnect from the people that raised you for 25 years and just because this person gave birth to you she's now regarded as like your real mom like that's why i'm like when i so i watch like teen mom or like movies and stuff when they do like closed adoptions like i think that's the right way to go about it and then you can still get around but it's really hard because yeah if the child wants to like look for their parents you have to kind of i mean you don't have to but you have to i would give their blessing obviously yeah i don't know i just like it's really hard and i just like feel really bad for the parents in all of this like screw tiffany and that cousin yeah like the parents i don't know i'm like i feel sick like yeah i totally understand like wanting to meet your bio parents but like i just i couldn't like i couldn't believe like putting more value over Mm -hmm. one or the other like if you want to make them equal like that's fine but i feel like almost like and i I feel like it's mostly just from watching movies it's again not from real life experience but it's like they always make it seem like you know the parent who gave up the Mm -hmm. child was like i wasn't in a good place i couldn't care if maybe they had like addictions and like stuff like that and then now they're like totally clean they've like Mm -hmm. overcome and so the kid's just like wow like you're a hero like you're you're doing so much better now so that's why they kind of almost get this like rush 
from that almost. I don't know. I know. No, Tiffany's the asshole in this scenario, honestly. And, like, if my cousin was adopted, like, if my cousin was Tiffany, that also would really put the fear in my eyes. Because, like, it, like they, they don't care if they're adopted or biologically. They're, they just want to have a kid. Sorry, there's a car starting. <laughs> um, really loud truck. Um, like, it doesn't matter. They just want to have a child. And for me to raise my child for 25 years and to think that they would literally disregard me as their parents in 25 years would scare the crap out of me. And no. it would deter me, honestly. Yeah. So I, I would say personally. that the person writing is, like, not an asshole whatsoever. Like, no. it's a really big life decision to either go through all of the hormones of fertility mm-hmm. treatments versus like adopting someone else's child like they're both hard in themselves but like to actually see firsthand like how wrong yeah. an adoption can go is like crazy i thought it was gonna be something like behavioral issues like to- all the totally. stuff that's like happens I in the thought, news i thought um her, the cousin was gonna carry the baby for them and it was like oh. gonna be their her genes and she's like a horrible person <laughs> or whatever. like that's where my, when, when i heard the title that's where i went to but um i was gonna say something about the last one trying to fall um yeah dumb tiffany you dumb girl <laughs> Divi, diffany. diffany i can't i literally you know what, said no, diffany biffany you know she's acting dumb she's dumb tiffany <laughs> anyway so sorry girl um yeah i'm sorry i mean if you are interested in adopting later like go to a support group and hear other stories like just because this is one story does not mean this is the right i you know i've seen the movies they make work <laughs> honestly if it was that close to you it was like your direct cousin that you grew up yeah. with and you saw that happening i feel like that's if it was like an extended cousin i yeah. feel like you could get over it but i feel like that's probably way too close to home and scary and like, like it's a big decision i mean a, honestly it's like a huge decision and like maybe adopt from out of country so like it's really hard to trace back oh god i feel like that's even harder though i mean especially like when mm, like no, Caucasian, I think it's, no it's easier to out of like there's there's no i mean in terms of like mm. when they get older because like if like you're like a caucasian family right. adopting like an asian or yeah. an african-american baby then like they want to understand their heritage so it's like as long as that's you're up for that like by all means but that's like a whole additional level yeah. that they're going to want to learn about Oh my god, I just I just can't get over it for the parents. I feel so bad. I know. I know. I mean, but I think again, the one pissing pissing. <laughs> I just, cannot. Hey, talk. are you? You're Am me. You? <laughs> the one missing piece of this whole thing is like maybe the parents sucked growing up. Not to say that any so parent would true. deserve that. Like they still put a roof over her head. She is clearly so thriving. Like she's fine. I feel like if a cousin is writing about an aunt and uncle and like how she feels um like bad about Betrayed. they're probably and, like, they good. Must have been yeah because like the cousin would have been like fair enough the parents were shitty but yeah. like you know so i think that would have been in there if they were bad parents and i feel like anyone who adopts you know they really want that kid in them but i'm sure true. they're treating sure. treating them hopefully well i mean there's always horror stories but you're not the, the asshole. not the asshole okay i'm very interested to hear i'm very excited to talk about this one because okay. like it blew my mind kind okay. of okay Am I the asshole for not inviting my own daughter to my wedding? (gasps) I, 46 male, am getting married to my fiance, 39 female, and we've been together for three years. I have two daughters, 18 female, 9 female, from previous relationships. My youngest, 9-year-old, mother left when she was 6. My fiancé is a very sophisticated person and has exquisite taste. She also does uh, not really care for young children, and this has created tension between her and my youngest daughter. Deal breaker. What the fuck? Seriously. (laughs) Just just freaking wait. Okay. Well, while our plans have been delayed due to global circumstances, our plans to get married are finally going ahead. 
it's going to be a very lavish and expensive wedding. Due to the nature of the wedding and my fi fiance's preferences, our wedding is going to be child-free. We will, however, be inviting my oldest daughter as she's no longer a child and is 18 years old because unlike my youngest, um, her and my fiance actually get along. Okay. However, I didn't realize that my youngest expected to come to the wedding. <gasps> Shocker. She tried to tag along with my fiance and my oldest daughter when they were going shopping for a dress for the other daughter because she thought she was going to need a dress too. I explained to her that the wedding was only going to be for adults only and she wouldn't be attending. She started crying and getting mad, which stressed out my fiance. She has been distraught about this for days and hasn't let it go. Yeah. My parents came by to visit today and my youngest told them what had happened. They asked for clarification on the situation. I explained it to them that my daughter wouldn't be attending the wedding because the child free rule applied to her as well. Besides, this wedding would not be suitable for a child and I don't want my fiance to have to deal with my daughter on the most important day of her life. Oh my my parents told me I was being a terrible father by prioritizing my fiance over my daughter and that on the day of the wedding, they will take my daughter for the special day, which means that my parents wouldn't be in the wedding. I told them that they couldn't do that. Even if they didn't attend the wedding, I wouldn't let them take my daughter. This has become a bigger conflict than I intended. My fiance and I both think we're in the right for wanting a child-free wedding, but it appears I may lose my parents from the wedding over this, and I want to know if I'm in the right or wrong. Am I the asshole? Fuck yeah, you are. Holy uh, again, shit. Again, goosebumps. Like, this, this is a loser. Like, a loser of a dad. That's actually insane. Am I the asshole for putting my fiance over my child? A thousand percent. Oh my god. Okay, good on the grandparents though for like taking a step. <laughs> this baby in the background agrees. <laughs> She's like, I want to come to the wedding. I don't know if they can hear it, but there's a baby I can, crying. I can understand child free weddings, but like you usually always make a concession for like immediate your, and then also like have them come to the ceremony for the dinner and then peace it out the grandparents can take them home and you have your night thousand percent like even when i was planning my wedding there was a venue i loved mm -hmm. but there was some sort of weird rule that like after 11 or 12 o'clock like with their liquor license minors couldn't be there anymore Fair. so i was like immediately ruled out because my niece and nephew yeah. need to be able to be there the entire night if they want a to thousand be percent. so it's like noah is i mean i'm probably getting married when he's an adult but like yeah. he's coming to my wedding yeah and if i had kids prior to me. like that okay and sorry what really f stresses me out is that the mothers are not in the picture and so you would think his bond is stronger and all he yeah. cares about is his daughters because his mom's not there and for him to just not even tell his daughter and just assume that she's like cool with it yeah. and then like when they go buy dresses the little nine-year-old girl is like so excited for like, if, like a princess the sisters um saying anything about uh, I it. I wouldn't go. I'm so with the grandparents. If I was the 18-year-old daughter, I wouldn't go. Like, sorry. It's, but if think about it, like an 18-year-old daughter and a 9-year-old sister, they're probably yeah, not they're that not close. close. They and have different, different moms. moms. Yeah. So she probably gives zero fucks. I'm just happy with the grandparents for standing their grounds. And like such an... Not only are you an asshole for like not inviting your daughter, but you're the asshole for not letting her go with the grandparents for the day. Yeah, that's a twofold. But like... To, again totally understand no kids but it's like you can make arrangements because if he's like oh yeah. it's not a setting for a child 100 percent, i agree that she's probably gonna setting. be bored to yeah. fucking tears but you give her the option and then you say when you're ready to leave i have an arrangement for so and so yes. to take you home yeah 
And or it's you not can that even, hard. You can, don't even give her the option. You know, at 10 o'clock, girl, you're going. It's 8 p.m. It's your bedtime. You have to leave. Like, totally fair to put those restraints on your little kid. Because, like, we get it. It's a lavish, expensive wedding. It's your wedding night. You don't want to have to deal with your kids. Like, that's totally fair. But you're an asshole. <laughs> like, <laughs> that guy's a fucking dick. That's like an yeah. easy hands down. I'm curious, were there any comments? Okay, yeah, I was just like looking. Um, they're all like on the side of us being like, um, the only thing he took into consideration was how fancy the wedding would be and how her fiance is so sophisticated. This is all bullshit that this is sad fucking waste of oxygen, pathetic ass loser <laughs> has his held filled up with. Dude made the choice to be an asshole at every turn. Marry a woman who hates his younger child? Check. Don't include hated child in supposed a big life event? Check. Won't include child in the special day, but also will be damned if he lets the child have a special day with the people who love her? Check. Fucking hell. (laughs) Honestly. Oh my god. Like, and also... You are so oblivious to write this to ask opinions. Oh my god, that's the funnier it's like, part. You have lived it. You demanded it. You wrote it out in writing. You read it back. You spell checked. You <laughs> press send. Like, and you didn't think you're the asshole. And this is just like it's really sad. You know, re- like it's so important who you choose to marry when you have kids. You cannot date someone who doesn't like kids when you have kids. I have seen it firsthand. Maybe he doesn't like kids. It doesn't matter. He clearly loves his kids. You know? He clearly loves them. The pa- the mom left. He could have left. He could have made other arrangements. He didn't. Even if you don't if you don't like kids, dude, it's your own. But if they're having this big laugh... La- I literally just, like, I paint a picture. Again, yeah. probably just because I watch too many TV shows nope, and movies. I, I almost, like, imagine him to be, though. Like, he probably has a decent amount of money. A thousand percent. And he probably has, like, nannies and shit for his kids. So, like, oh, he doesn't actually deal with them that closely. Mm-hmm. That's, like, the characteristics I get from him. From the way that he writes and, like, just what expectations he has. No, this is... He okay. treats his oldest daughter like an adult. He's like, Very she's true. great. I don't have to do anything mm-hmm. for her anymore. Okay, what I picture this is they are spending all of their money on this wedding because he really wants to marry this girl mm-hmm. and he like needs to like show off for her. That's the vibe I'm getting. So he's putting all his money into this wedding. Yeah. And the girl, whatever the fiance says, goes. Like, I don't know. I just like, sorry, trash. The thing <laughs> is, though, is like, she's 39, I think he yeah. said, right? And so like, he's mature. 46. So like, they're older. I would have agreed with that a lot more if she was like 25 years old like if it was like some kind of like trophy wife situation i mean maybe she still is who knows but but it's just like evil stepmom vibes evil stuff like lives. like that's nuts. i'm so pissed <laughs> I hate this redemption for the little girl let's start a gofundme let's throw a separate wedding uh, let's throw a party Let- yeah for the grandparents and the little girl and she gets to wear a wedding dress boom nice fun I Dude. just hope that, like, when she grows up one day, because it sounds like he's not going to invite her. Like, he's not going to change she his mind at this point. She shouldn't invite him to her wedding. <laughs> yeah, she shouldn't invite him no. to her wedding and be like, you're going to fucking pay for Sorry, it, first of all. we only want all. young people. Yeah. <laughs> no old farts. Under 30. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what she should do? Sorry, this is, like, really petty, but her grandfather should walk her down the aisle. Yes, 100%. The father should come, because, you know, bigger person. We are bigger people, you know? Yeah. We take higher ground. I'll buy you dinner. You have a seat. In the pew with the commoners. <laughs> My grandfather is walking me down the aisle. And he who's a little next. <laughs> I just I couldn't imagine being nine years old and like not being invited. Cause like when it's, my when my mom and stepdad got married, like his sons oh, yeah, were okay. like mm, the oldest one was like middle school age, like grade mm-hmm. six, grade seven. No. 
Yeah, maybe something like that. Maybe mm-hmm. a little bit younger. But, like, yeah, like, they 100% still came. They were part of the whole day. And then their mom just came and picked them up at, like, you said, like, 10 or 11 o'clock because they were just, like, yeah. down for the count. They're like, we're tired. Literally, even the wedding that I was at, there was, like, a seven-year-old. And he left right at nine because he, like, danced for three hours and was tired. And, like, you know, kids do get tired. Yeah, I mean, I the only other thing I'll say, like, and it's not in their defense whatsoever, but, like, when we were, again, doing our wedding, like, it was the first thing. Like, But it was sheerly a number thing. I was like, if we say no kids... It, it cuts 20 people no. off the list. I am all for no kid weddings. But like when it's but your, your own kid. kid, you need concessions. When it's your own nephew, you know what I mean? Like I, like my nephew Noah is up there with my own kid. Like I grew up with him. He was like lived in my own house. Like there was no way that he would never be a part of any life event. But if I was a person with no nephew like that and I didn't have kids, I would do a no kid wedding. Like, think about the Unless, family, like my, yeah. the wedding photos. She's yeah. not in any of the photos. Like, and imagine all your family yeah. being like, "Where is child? Where is said nine year old?" You're like, "Didn't invite her." Was invited. Fucker. We hate her. You know, <laughs> this is like little kid not invite. The only person not invited to a birthday party on crack. <laughs> also, I don't know if you just said, but I crack my nose so hard. <laughs> like, am I bleeding? <laughs> now you're fine. Okay. Cool. Um, justice for little Tina. Justice for the is it Tina? I don't know. Okay, that sounds like a teeny tiny. Yeah. Tina. Oh my god, my cat was named Tiny Tina. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> another story for another day. Okay, so this one's actually a hypothetical. It's a would I be the asshole? Okay, so oh, I love this. So we're yet. contemplating. Yeah, yeah we're, okay. we're thinking about okay, it. Cool, cool. This one's a little bit longer. Buckle oh, up. Oh shit! But it's big font. Remember, I don't have my glasses <laughs> on because I can't see. I actually am thinking of making this bigger. <laughs> okay, make it bigger. Making it bigger. Perfect. Geriatric size. I know. I don't like contacts. Okay. Would I be the asshole if I told my cousin's stepkids they're no longer allowed at my house? <laughs> so kind of like on the same wavelength. Very same page. About, but I bet you these kids fucking deserve it. Yeah, and they're steps. Yeah. So, just kidding. I recently bought my mom a cockatiel for Mother's Day. Jesus Christ. Like, like a bird. Do you love your mom? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like that I'm already lost. Here, mom, here's a lifelong commitment because birds live for 100 years. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I recently bought my mom a cockatiel for Mother's Day. She had one prior and he passed oh. away and she missed having a bird friend. Jesus Christ. So I decided to get her a baby cockatiel. A couple months old, not an actual baby. She's been doing great with him and bonding very well with him. He would fly onto her shoulder slash head whenever he saw her and would respond when she called to him whenever she came home from work. If these cousins killed this bird, I don't know. I haven't even read this fully. (laughs) I'm reading this for the first time. I'm scared. A week ago, my cousin and his two stepkids, two girls around the ages of six and seven, came to visit. My mom and I were preparing for a weekend trip out of town and went to get something to eat. We weren't out long, maybe four hours max. But when we came home, my mom noticed her bird was missing and we went searching the house for him. My mom pulls me aside and says she's sure that the kids opened his cage and let him outside and he flew away. They have a tendency to grab things that aren't theirs and chase our animals around even after discouraging them not Mm. to do so. We still haven't found my mom's beloved bird and we've been searching for days up and down the neighborhood calling him, leaving food out, etc. Hoping he comes back, but she has lost hope. Mm -hmm. My dad swears the girls couldn't have done it because they were inside and he says he's on their side. I'm upset because my mother was just happy, just getting happy with her new bird and getting settled, and now it's down the drain, and she's obviously upset because there's not much she can do. 
I've proposed one of two things. <laughs> okay. Love that. We love a plan. One, we no longer allow the kids back in our house considering they let her bird get out, but she says no because they're not our family to punish. Mm. Two, we charge my cousin and his wife the money for said bird or get my mother a new one considering it's their responsibility to watch their kids. Mm. Everyone I've spoken to says they should no longer be in our house considering what they've done and they should learn their lesson and i agree so the question is would i be the asshole if i told my cousin his stepkids aren't allowed back here so there are a couple of edits with additional information which i feel like might be pertinent love, to our love, I have okay. thoughts. edit because several redditors said i should add this to the original if it was up to me they wouldn't be allowed back they've attempted to hurt my two cats and my dog and this is the mm. first serious thing they've done that really upset me and my mom before it was they're just kids they'll learn learn fuck i can't talk today <laughs> it's okay, it's okay. but i keep seeing it happen and i want them to learn from this i just advise my mom to talk to their mom and have a talk about not letting them inside to let another future pet out or keep a closer eye on them but considering how they've acted before i personally don't want them back as far as the abuse with my cats, I have two. My oldest is more sociable and is pretty cool with people once she gets to know them. When they were younger, they would accidentally grab her paws, slash tail, etc., and my cat mm. would respond. Now they come searching for her, um, pull her out of hiding spots to mess with her, and pretend to feed her to coax her out, and they fight over her. Oh my god. Sorry. Yes. Personal. I know I'm relating. I'm relating hard. My second cat, the youngest, was unfortunately traumatized from being spayed. We've been working with her on trusting us again, and it's getting better. When they were first coming around, she was still very traumatized and would hide, and they made it worse by scaring her into more hiding. Same thing applies as my oldest... But she was harder to catch, and the majority of the time, I hide her in my room or upstairs in my mom's room, and she doesn't come out until she knows it's mm -hmm. safe. <laughs> Excuse me. You're so upset. You're choking. Uh, <laughs> now both cats stay away when they come, and they continually ask if they can play with them, and I strictly say no. I lock my door and leave my cats with the litter box, food, water, etc., whatever they need while they're visiting. Lastly, mm -hmm. my dog is eight years old. He's my old man who can take a lot of shit. He doesn't mind the occasional pulled tails, ears, etc. because he Kinky. knows I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> what we do mind is him being chased with a broom. We keep one outside to sweep our garage since our dogs mostly sleep there and being dragged or stepped on on purpose, etc. Especially after several warnings prior. My dog can deal with a lot. They were raised with me and three younger siblings, ranging from me, mm -hmm. 21, to the youngest, 13. But once they snap, they snap. And they've had enough, and they don't know how to read that even after being told verbally by us. Okay, how old are these kids again? Sorry. Two six and, and seven. Okay, six and seven. So, like, they're still young, and, and I'm not giving them, like, credit, but it's the parents. <laughs> it's the parents, but also their kids. Okay, so I have my favorite little cousin, Raina. She is six. And she loves cats because she's a six-year-old girl. And she will pull them out and play with them, blah, blah, blah. But, of course, her parents say, hey, Raina, stop, you know, when it's yeah. done. So, yeah, it's definitely 50-50 on the parents. Let's stop calling them step-cousins or cousin, like family family, yeah. to me, personally. And I don't know. I kind of agree with the mom. Like, I don't think we should ban these little kids for the rest of their lives in the house. But I it think makes it's a very awkward family dynamic. It makes an awkward family dynamic, but I think it's, like, worth a conversation with the parents, your cousins, to be like, hey, this is where we're at. Like, we're really upset about this cockatiel. I wonder how much they are. They have to be... 
Fairly expensive. Fairly expensive. I don't think I would ask them for the money. We haven't, we don't have proof that they did it. This is all, mm, we don't, we true. don't know what happened, but we do know from prior experience that they have abused their animals, probably out of being just kids and being loving. Just wanting to like hang out with the animals. Totally. Like, they have good intentions. Just that whole paragraph being dumb. like pulling the cat out from under the chair. That is literally Georgie when Rain is here and we know that there's no ill will and the cat's like, the the cats will scratch you and bark like bite you if they're mad. That never happens to ours, and it doesn't seem like the cats attack the kids. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I am very family oriented, so I would never kick a family member out of my house. I have so many crazy little cousins, and you just have to set rules. You have to speak to the parents if this is making you uncomfortable and sad, and you need to be like, it's your job to monitor your kids when you're over please don't chase my fucking dog with a broom yeah honestly like i was always the kid that the the owner of the house if they had an animal because i'm very gentle Mm -hmm. with them like i'm just like i recognize when they don't want to be around me but then fucking love it when they do so like the owners like i just specifically remember it like one or two times where they were like can you please be in charge of like taking Mm. care of the dog like from the other kids so if you see that the kids are like being too rough can you like just maybe pick her yep. up and like just hold her so the other kids are more gentle with her or just like let me know and then we'll like put her mm-hmm. away in a room or something so i am not that child i am the good one i'm also like i'm a per- pet person but i'm not the one to like run over to a dog if it's in the corner to pet it so. okay but i do remember like a couple years ago for like new year's we went to like a house party like this is literally only like yeah. two the new year's 2018 i would say yeah yeah and like we were at a house party and like there was a dog there and it was a fucking cute little yorkie and like cute. i fucking love dogs and like i was drunk and i was fucking chasing oh, yeah. that thing around i felt bad. you weren't that kid but you are that adult, I am the adult. no but like because i'm just like i'm an adult like i can hold you properly don't be mm-hmm. afraid of me i'll i'm not gonna like fucking so pull your tail with it but i i, I don't uh, think you're an asshole for thinking it i don't think you're asking for a question i think it's a valid option for some people i would never do that to family i think there's like a better way of going about it without being an asshole i think if you ban children that's going to ruin your relationship with your cousin yeah like we're missing a little bit more context of like have you ever tried to talk to the parent like have we tried remedying it or have we just tell them not to do it and like no one is backing you up i just think that like if you were going to invite them over like the next time you'd just be like yep more than happy yeah. to like just to let you know like we would prefer if mm-hmm. the kids like did not go after the animals like we're just having a really hard time with it right now especially because the bird got mm-hmm. out we don't know what happened we're not saying it was you but it was just like yeah you know yeah also it's fair to be like actually maybe stay away for a couple like my mom's really upset but she's she's upset but she's not blaming she do- you. she's not blaming them she doesn't care she doesn't care it's like the it's the daughter or the son's fault i don't know sorry i don't know the jet uh, who wrote i think it's it. two girls the two girls yeah like so i don't know yeah, I don't know. It's like, you're the kids in this scenario still. Like, you're still living at home. And what your mom says goes. And I feel like the cousins need to take that on and, and be more reprimanding to their kids. Yeah. Like, have a talk with them. Just be like, hey, we're going. Y- you know. When don't the, fucking touch When anything. the cat runs. Like, literally, like, I keep going back to my cousin Raina, but, like, that, my cousin Aaron did a really good job. She's like, and when Georgie goes under the couch, that means he doesn't want to be pet. And then, you know, and sometimes we have to be like, okay, back, she's under the couch now. What does that mean? Like, reminding them. Yeah. It so really it's, just comes down to the parents. Like, you can't even blame the kids. It's just the parents not keeping an eye. And I think you would be the asshole if you do blame, or if you kick the kids out without attempting to remedy this with the cousins yeah, first. I agree. Um, but if the cousins don't care and they don't think, then it's time to make action if it actually is, like, really bad. 
I concur. Look at you. Mm, Problem solving. Honestly, like probably like just because I am such an animal lover, I would be the first one to be like, you're never fucking coming to my house again. But like that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it's like you're allowed in, but I'm watching you. It's mostly because I I I try to avoid conflict. So for Mm -hmm. me, I'm just like I'm just not gonna invite them, Mm -hmm. and then hopefully that problem just doesn't happen because they're physically not here. But it just depends if it's someone that you see on a frequent basis. Yeah. Because if it's, like, step-cousins, like, how often are you seeing step-cousins? But I don't know. It's it's your cousin's step-kids. So, it's, like, how often are you seeing your, your cousin? Because every time you see Ugh. your cousin, the kids are there. It's even worse because you have less patience because they're not, like, your cousin. I know. But, like, again, with a step like, they're your cousin. Or, I guess unless they just got married and we don't know these cousins. Again, yeah. That's, like, all... It's, like, all tough. relative. Like, it doesn't matter that they're stepkids. She put that in there, I think, to make herself feel better, you know? <laughs> no, but I get it, because you don't no, yeah. you don't have any step-siblings. So it's like, true. You do, right? And I do. Okay, and like, I really like my right. stepbrothers, but, yeah, it's just, like, a very, like, different feeling. You kind of hold them to a different standard, to okay. be honest. No, I get it. Because you're, like, it's just because, like, I don't know, it's just, like, a wavelength. You're, like, okay, like, we're not, like, blood-related, but, mm-hmm. like, and, like, you're just raised by two different yeah. families with different traditions, different ways that they do things, and then when you mesh, like, that's when this shit kind of happens. True, true, true. Yeah, like, again, I, I can't really speak on I don't have stepkids, and I don't adopt, you know, I don't have an adopted person <laughs> in my life, so. I mean, I have very... You adopted the cats. Very fucking true. SPCA. Yeah. Adopt. Don't shop. I shopped. Don't know that. <laughs> uh, no, honestly, I pulled the trigger so hard on Poppy just because I'm like, I want yeah, that yeah, fucking yeah, designer yeah. dog. I'll admit it. But she's fucking amazing. But I she's love that cute. dog. She's the best. And you know, you rescued her from somewhere, so you did something good. I technically rescued her from South Korea. Yeah, so good. But you didn't know. I had lied. no fucking idea until I got her. <laughs> but anyway. Anyway, that was good. At least we have one person for sure the asshole. One person that could be the asshole if she goes with option yeah, that's A. Like a, that's like a medium. And then we have like four others that are not the asshole. Congratulations. You know, yeah. we're always honestly, here to reassure. Honestly, I feel like when I actually go through Reddit and read them, most of the time, like they're not assholes. Like it's mostly just people feeling yeah. like really, really guilty but, and just needing like that extra layer of like, this is okay for me to be doing this, right? Like I'm hope, not going to be judged. Because I hope the actual assholes write it out and then they read it back. They're like, oh, I am the asshole. I don't need opinions. Delete. You know, that's what I hope. I do like those gems, <laughs> like the one you found where you're like, wow, you really, you went through all of this and you didn't see that you're an asshole in any way, shape, or form. I desperately need an update. Like, did the young chica go to your wedding? I know. I, like who are you actually if I'm you thinking, go to their account you mm-hmm. might be able to see if there's follow-up posts okay you know what save i will look into this and save it for a future but we should do more episodes like this but mm-hmm. go into like different reddit forums um like the wedding ones are fucking hilarious yeah. it's like all the entitled brides like there's like one just like very cliff note but like she expected people to like go to aruba mm-hmm. like for her wedding pay to get Love there aruba. and but also to contribute to the cost of her wedding Oh, that's weird. And then she went on this giant fucking tirade on Facebook. So it's basically that whole story is just like reading her Facebook post. It's absolutely fun nuts. story. I went to Aruba for a wedding and it was like the best one I've ever been to. Where is Aruba? In Aruba. Yeah. So. Is it a country? Yeah. Where? In Aruba. <laughs> like, is it like no, it's, South it's America? The, no, it's is the it? Caribbean. Oh, okay. That's what I meant. Like, just general well, I don't vicinity. know. I'm like, I think it's uh, the Caribbean. Oh, yeah, no, it's the Caribbean because, oh, my God, what were we? We are like, in the ocean. We're like, oh, my God, there's that country, and you needed a passport to get in. I'm not smart, so I don't know, but I think it's in the Caribbean. <laughs> Honestly, my geography is, like, really bad. It's so. for sure in the Caribbean. 
Did you know though, like when you look at like a map and you see where like Hawaii is, it looks like really close yeah. to like the coast. But you know, it's like literally in the middle of the ocean, like between North America and like China. It was our stopover to go in Australia, so we flew Vancouver, Hawaii, Hawaii to Australia. Oh, they go that way. I mm-hmm. thought it was longer to go that way. Who knows? It was probably longer, but we did do stopover. I do remember. <laughs> Fun shit. Fun All right. shit. Well, we already did our apology of the week, so... Yeah, I really deserve that apology, so I'm really happy I did that. R.I.P. to your liver. <laughs> Hope she gets better. Check in. I guess we'll have to hear about yeah. next, your Kelowna trip and next <laughs> so like, We're going glamping. More on that next like, week. You're just doing fun shit, and I'm just like... I'm working. I'm just like, you know, I'm vaxxed, waxed, and single. Like, I'm ready. <laughs> just kidding. I, I hated that coming out of my mouth. <laughs> and on that note... Follow us at We Apologize Podcast. Mm-hmm. Our personal accounts. Personal accounts, Tony Rose Golden. Alex underscore French, two X's, two H's. And if you need advice, we're fucking great. So email us at we apologize in advance podcast at gmail.com in the subject line. Or DM us. Yeah, that works DM. too. Oh yeah, DM us on Instagram. Yeah, we should have a TikTok hopefully put together. This but video not- should hopefully be working. It will Fingers be. Fingers crossed. It will be. Go to our TikTok. But anyway, until then, we'll see you next weekend. Bye. Bye. Next week, not weekend. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>